Welcome to 24 Karis. I'm Kelly Johnson, the founder of Karis by KJE. Uh, we are in, in a very important series where we're talking about inclusion and equity beyond the four walls of our organizations. We are getting out into the community and who best to do it with? None other than the <laughs> Tasha Heron Bruff. Oh. Of Dallas the, Regional wow, Chamber. Like the, oh, the, wow. the, the. We just gave you a promotion. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Dale, I hope Dale's watching. <laughs> and of course, we have our culture transformation leader here with us, Annalise Alamo. So if you haven't seen the previous episodes, go back. Um, but this has been an amazing conversation to really think about how we can broaden our reach, broaden our impact around DEI to our communities. So Tasha, welcome back. We're Thank so glad you. to have Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, welcome back indeed. And you know, from the last episode, again, if you missed it, go back and watch. Um, I was just thinking, I definitely also want my kids to, as I have a, a daughter in college and mm -hmm. she's thinking about career and things like that, about, you know, hey, how, how privileged and blessed you are to be in the yeah. Dallas area. Because I think we take a lot for granted, yeah, sure. the things that go on behind the scenes to help economic growth mm -hmm. um, and things like that within our within our own backyard sure. right and so definitely want them to be educated of, hey that just doesn't happen and it doesn't exist everywhere yes. right um, so we appreciate the work I think we ended the conversation last time about a lot of the economic uh, development and the focus that sure. the DRC has been helping with those communities um, and I think we mentioned um, you might have mentioned that in southern Dallas we are um, opening a new Tom Thumb um, soon and um, Excited Talk about, about that. that. Why is that a big deal? Why is a grocery store a big deal to yeah. those that, don't, that are not familiar? Such a great question. Why are we celebrating a grocery store? Well, you know, uh, food insecurity is a real thing in, in many cities across the country. Dallas is, is, is um, not exempt from that. Matter of fact, in southern Dallas County, which is when we talk about 486 square miles, about 12 municipalities as big as the city of Atlanta, has 88 separate food deserts. Wow. So 88 separate food deserts where people do not have access to fresh food. Um, and so when we started thinking, we, we joined a racial equity coalition with the United Way and uh, with Dallas Citizens Council. And one of the things that came out of that, um, Boston Consulting Group did some research for us. And we said, is there something that the DRC could do around grocery stores? And with our influence and connection with the business community, could we do this? And at the time, Stephen Williams, and I have to give Stephen Williams a shout out. Stephen Williams is the North, North American president for Pepsi. So this is not a guy that's sitting at home with his legs on the couch watching uh, TV, right? And, but he's, he was the co-chair of our community investment and under champion areas. And, we went to him and said, Stephen, we need your help. We need to bring a grocery store to Southern Dallas County. And we want to bring a model of a grocery store that's just not a store. We wanted to hire from the community. We wanted to train the community. We wanted to be the community's grocery store. We wanted to provide services that will grow and, and support the community's need. And he was like, what do you need me to do? And he reached out to the CEO of Albertsons. We got a meeting and we began a bi-weekly work group. That was a year and a half ago. So in wow. my naivety, I thought, okay, once I call Steven, we're gonna get that grocery store. 
a year and a half later. These things take time. And, and we worked with our partner, the city, to, to, to bring this project forward. And the city council passed a project for a new grocery store in Southern Dallas County. Now, someone may say, Tasha, it's only one. But the reason why we call these projects catalytic is the hope that there's another one that comes after yes. and then another one that comes after. Um, and that's our hope here. Um, and our the CEO Vivek of Albertson said to us, he once we celebrated the win uh, with uh, after the council, he sent a text and he said, I'm celebrating with you, but the real work starts now. Okay. And he wants to make sure that the store is successful. And that means collaborating with the community. Now it's time to really understand what the community needs and what they want. Some of the biggest mistakes that we make is assuming that we know what community yes. needs and want, that we don't ask them. And that's why we don't have inclusive communities because they're not being asked. Their voice is not being realized in the projects that we see. That's why many of them fail. And so we want to make sure that this is a project that is of the community, done with the community, right? And so we're really excited about it. Wow, that's yeah. impactful. And I think what I took away from what you just said is, I mean, it happens anywhere, of course, in the communities, yeah. the, the listening to the voice, it happens in organizations. We yeah. hear that all the time of we're trying to solve for, a solution for, right. instead of listening, stopping to listen and, and to ask. That's right. Um, that's, that's powerful. Yeah. Wow. I love that example. And what I think it speaks to is the level of commitment and effort that's required. Um, I probably would have been like you. I would have been like, oh, okay, so-and-so said yes. Okay, right. when do I get to go shopping? Right, like, exactly, exactly. When do, when, when do we break ground, right? right? After the first call, when do we break yes. ground? And it's, it's not that easy. And, and I, you know, it really talks about, we talked about it in another segment, um, really about um, the perception of community and um, understanding, um, you know, things that um, that happen in a community that people may not be aware of because they don't live on that side of town. And it's easy for us to turn a blind eye to it because that's not my problem. When I walk out my door, I can hit three or four different grocery stores. But for companies, you have a workforce that lives there, right? We, you know, we have... A, an obligation to all the people in our region to make sure that they're okay. And this particular grocery store is in a is in an area of town where I grew up in. And I'll never forget, I took, um, I was coming to pick up my kids. My mother takes care of my kids after school. And so when I got home, my daughter Brooklyn said, mommy, if that's where Grant has to go to the grocery store, I feel sorry for her. Because she was, the grocery store was not quality. It was, not, you know, and, and if she drove, she would have to drive to a neighboring city to go to the grocery store. And so it really um, hit home for me, even in a child's eye, seeing the difference between the quality her grandmother was receiving and the quality we get to receive every, every day. Um, and so it's really about right-sizing these things um, that you talked about historical things that have happened and we still see the residual of those um, effects in our communities. And um, it's time to do something about it. And, and I'm glad the DRC is, is really helping to be part of that conversation. Yeah, 
I know another way that you all are kind of helping helping the region be a part of the change that we want to see um, is really around inclusive leadership programming yes. within one of your signature programs, yes. which is Leadership Dallas. So talk about the impact. Talk about maybe the why. Yeah. You know, why is that important? Just like why is one grocery store important? Why is inclusive leadership training important? Well, what we found, Kelly, is honestly, we thought we were doing some good, which maybe we were. But when we assessed our DEI um, participation in our leadership programs, they were spotty. You know, we would come in and we would celebrate cultural diversity or we would come in with a topic and then we'd ease out and they would proceed as normal. There was no continuity. There was no structure. Um, we didn't even know if we were being impactful or not with what we were presenting. And so we said, there's gotta be a better way if we are charged with helping grow the next generation and the next leaders in our region, we want to make sure that they're inclusive leaders, that they understand what does that mean to create inclusive uh, environments? How do you create a culture of belonging mm -hmm. in the place? Because these are the next generation of CEOs and, and C-suite individuals. And so we thought this is what we need to do to our program is not just make it an aside, but make it a part of the DNA of the program. Mm -hmm. And so it, it becomes the lens in which they look through mm -hmm. when they go talk about regionalism or public safety or economic development. They are also looking through the lens of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that's the way to tie it together. And I'll tell you, I met it, there was a gentleman, I was at another event he said, Tasha, I just want to tell you that I remember some of the things from Leadership Dallas around DEI that we had never talked about before. And now as a leader, I am able to be more versed, more confident in the why it matters. And that to me was a full circle moment. Like I know that what we're doing is not only the right thing to do, but it's impactful. And so a lot of that is credited to you all oh, being partners, as you were talking about. It's not something we can do singularly. We must do it together. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, it. one of the things we just finished, a, a Leadership Dallas group um, that is graduating this week. I think their ceremony is this week, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Uh, yes. yes, it's this week. <laughs> Um, but one of the participants, you know, we we issued a challenge because we, we, we educate, but we also challenge, uh -huh. um, especially me. I love to challenge. <laughs> uh, but I challenged the group to say, you all are the future, right? Right. You're already making an impact where you are today, but everyone in that room is going to continue making an impact. And so our challenge was, who are you going to bring with you yeah. as you continue yeah. to do great things? And at the the level that they are today at the, the at the impact that they're making today this is great this mm -hmm. is good but to be great in the future be intentional right now about building those diverse relationships so that as oh, yeah. you continue to make impact and as you continue to reach further you are bringing a group of people that you trust along with mm -hmm. you you've built the relationship once you are the c-level exec yeah. it's very difficult to broaden your relationships, mm -hmm. right? You know, you kind of have to be more protective yes. of your time sure. and who's in your circle. Uh, 
and that's understandable. So build those relationships now and that way when you do become C-level or maybe you decide to transition your corporate career into running a nonprofit. Yeah, being an entrepreneur, opening your own business. Absolutely. Yeah. Whatever their path is. And I think that's one of my personal kind of ambitions with what we do with inclusive leadership because I personally have seen the importance of building relationships early, um, getting outside of my comfort zone mm -hmm. early so that when I have a need or just want to pursue something, I can call a number of people. Oh, yeah. And those people will have different experiences, different life backgrounds, whatever they are. They will likely be different for me. Some will be like me. But I want to have those relationships and I want to sure. build that competency in other leaders so that it just becomes more organic and natural. Yeah, and I agree with you. And when I look at the span of a lot of the leaders that are, are change agents, change makers in the Dallas region, they are from our Dallas leadership, our leadership program, um, LD, and um, we couldn't be more proud of, of that um, the individual that does just what you say. They As they climb, they are also reaching um, to expand their network to, to bring in other inclusive leaders. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. And it takes deliberate effort because it's yeah. going out of your comfort zone, sure. right? Our, our natural, you know, reflex reaction is to gravitate towards those that are just like us yeah. um, and have similar experiences and backgrounds, but it takes intentionality and effort to seek out I agree. The, one, the ones that are different. Yeah. So. That's not always easy. No. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not. Awesome. Well, this has been another great conversation where we've really, I think, taken a moment to celebrate those wins that seem like only one. It's, yeah. it's today one grocery store, yeah. but you gave us just a little sneak peek into the minimum 18 months that it sure. took before, you know, even the, the groundbreaking or, or the next phase of, of that development. And um, as the head of Albertson says, like the real work begins now. So. Yes. It's important to celebrate those milestones, celebrate the wins, bring people along bring with us. The, yes. Um, and I think you've really helped us highlight that today. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Awesome. All right, everyone. Um, great to have you on this journey with us. Um, at 24 Cares, we want to help you really live out your personal commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion 24-7. And one of the best ways you can do that is to share this episode. Share this with your coworkers. Share this on LinkedIn and other social media outlets. You can make a difference. You can make a change and impact uh, just by sharing this. So if it's benefited you, share it with others. Um, and make sure you come back because we're going to wrap up this series on creating inclusive and equitable communities. Uh, here in the next few days. So we'll see you soon.